You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Tuesday. We are one step closer to America's birthday. Some would call this America's birthday week. You know America's not a sorority girl because we celebrate the birthday at the beginning of the month and we don't continue to celebrate all month, which I think we should probably talk to somebody about, but I digress. It's a, it's an exciting week, folks, like we promised you yesterday and really just promised you to ourselves every day. We're going to bring the energy. I don't know what else we'll bring, but the energy will be here and it is brought to you by my dryer making that noise because someone that designed dryers decided they should make that noise. And rockauto.com, you need car parts, rockauto.com, great prices, great selection. Some would say a massive selection, but let's dive in, folks. I want to talk about several things. If you listen to this program regularly, you know that, well, there's always about five or six things on my mind at any given time. And typically I rely on the, the guardrails that are Drake and Dave to keep me on track, you know, keep me keep me be down the bowling lane, if you will. They're kind of like those uh, those gutter guard things that pop up so I, I can bounce back and forth and still get a strike. But unfortunately, as you all know, we are podcasters second. How do, how do I say? I don't know what I say. People first. No, we're fans first, pod, people second, podcasters third. And unfortunately, sometimes the, the people aspect takes over. Dave and Drake are both working right now. They're very, very busy. It's just, I don't know. It's what they do. So you got me 8.40 p.m. on Monday, Tuesday, as you are listening to this. And this is Locked on Seminoles. So I think we should probably start with Florida State football news. I mean, what are you here for if not Florida State football? Like, look, I, I'm i sure y'all like the other sports. I do too. You know, I, I like winning in the other sports, right? But I don't have that insatiable addiction to those sports in the same way that I do with football. And I feel like I'm not alone in that feeling amongst myself and all of you fine listeners out there who keep us, keep us coming back to do this. When it rains, it pours, you know, when, um, when momentum starts, it is, it is difficult to stop. And we saw further proof of that today. Alex Atkins, well, I mean, grab an extinguisher because the man's on fire. I'm serious. He got another offensive line commitment today. And folks, these are not like, I don't want to disparage any kid. Let me, let me preface this real quick before I dive into this and any other recruiting talk, really. Um, and this will be a surprise. I was never recruited to play division one college football. Um, definitely not at offensive line. And, you know, Jimbo Fisher and Rick Trickett were not knocking on my door, nor were really any other college coaches. So I I don't want to disparage a kid who, you know, is a very great athlete. But I'm also going to say I'm a Florida State fan, so my standards are high. And I can say this. We're not just getting, you know, commitments from anyone we can grab that nobody else wants. Today's commitment rolling or yesterday's as you're listening to this to close out a huge weekend. We got Antavius Woody. Antavius Woody is a six foot three, 291 pound interior offensive lineman. He's a four star 
composite rated guy on 247. What does Drake always say, folks? I wish I had his voice here. Oh, gosh, I miss him when he's not here. Don't tell him I said that, but I do. Anyway, he would tell you to do what Coach Mike Moose Lewis always tells us to do with these players, and that's check the tape. So this kid, Antavius Woody, has the four-star rating, but he also has great tape. I actually took 10 minutes. I watched it before I hopped on here because, well, I knew I didn't have my teammates to carry me. I knew it was going to come down to me. And y'all, uh, y'all, y'all, y'all rely on me to step up in these moments. So I watched the tape and I liked what I saw. He's listed as an offensive tackle. It looked like in most of his film on offense when he, he was playing tackle. Ah, again, you know, look, I'm not getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars like Atkins, but I would imagine Atkins and I agree that he's he's probably an interior lineman. Let me pro-con pro this real quick. I like, again, I like how aggressive he is at the point of attack. There's multiple clips of him finishing a block out of bounds, not, not out of bounds in a, in a cheap way, but, you know, go until the whistle. Guys try to go low. He's real quick to, to put a body on him and, and make them not want to go at his knees again. One thing I don't love is he gets a little high. I don't know if that's the product of being 6'3 and playing tackle that against taller defensive ends and linebackers, he kind of feels the need to stand up. But I'd like to see him keep his pad level a little lower through the block, especially if he's going to be going downfield. But he'll that, that'll get coached out. Overall, we're getting a phenomenal prospect. We really are. I mean, again, we just landed three offensive linemen, two of them four stars in one weekend. That's a lot of momentum. Now, when we get back in just a second, um, I'm going to address Manny Diaz because Drake isn't here to make me self-conscious about my comments, and I'm going to be able to give my unfiltered take, which will probably be filtered by Drake because he's going to edit this, but whatever, I'll make his job a little harder, about uh, some comments Manny Diaz made about our recruiting momentum. You find your car sputtering, puttering, muttering, making noises, things like that. You got a little uh, little time on your hands, a little know-how or access to a toolkit and YouTube, and you want to save a little bit of money. Once you figure out what's wrong, just try to fix it yourself. I, I'm not telling you to like, you know, put it up on a on a huge lift and take the engine out, but you'd be amazed how many basic things you can fix yourself. Taillights are pretty easy. Headlights are super simple. Uh, you can replace batteries far easier than you think. Um, Anyway, I don't know. I don't know your skills, but there's a lot you can do. And when you do it, you should go to rockauto.com. I used them a couple of weeks ago. They are fantastic. Fortunately, my new car hasn't needed any repairs yet, but the Jeep uh, the Jeep made me acquainted with rockauto.com. And well, I got my money's worth out of it. Uh, the Jeep that is. Rock Auto saved me a bunch. Super easy to navigate. The parts get there quickly. It's always the right part. Do yourself a favor. Do not hassle with an auto parts store. Don't try to go on Amazon and hope that they're right about which part matches your car. Just use rockauto.com. They'll take care of you. Go there now. Tell them Locked On sent you. Thank me later. So yeah, Manny Diaz was a lot like a car that probably could enlist the services of rockauto.com. Uh, when he responded to the the momentum we've generated. Now, I don't want to put words in his mouth because, well, what he said was ridiculous enough. What he said exactly. We are not a high-pressure outfit. There is a lot of, there is a lot of schools. Huh. Can, can I do something real quick with y'all on here? Hang on one second. 
this is important. Y'all know, all right, if, you, if you're new to the show, first of all, welcome. If you're not and you're still around, well, you know I go on these random tangents, but they do typically they do typically yield a uh, you know a fruitful result. So we all know Diaz is a big uh, big Miami guy. He's front went to Miami Country Day, uh, which is a private school down there. His dad's super connected in politics. All right, so check this out: the tuition for Miami Country Day High School is forty thousand seven hundred dollars a year for high school. That means Manny Diaz's mother and father however their finances are worked out, spending $162,800 on Manny Diaz's high school education. And yet, and yet, we can't get basic subject verb agreement out of him. So I'll try again, but it's hard to read because this is, again, my four-year-old, I would have corrected her on this, but this grown man who, again, spent $165,000 just to go to high school uh, says, there is a lot of schools. There is a lot of schools. That's right, Manny, there is. But there are a lot of schools that kind of press kids to commit to try and get some fake momentum because of that. And that is fine in the recruiting bake-off of June because it is not signing day. We want to be authentic in our relationships. And if a kid picks Miami, we want it to be for the right reasons. I feel good about where we're at. I'm going to give him a pass on ending a sentence with at because when you speak, it's fine, I guess. But written, it looks weird. I'll give him a pass on that. But again, there is a lot of schools should be there are a lot of schools. Doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm just saying, turns out 165,000 bucks can't buy you knowledge of subject verb agreement. And it turns out whatever uh, the boosters are giving to Miami's general fund can't buy you a recruit because right now we have brought in five recruits this weekend in June, which uh, I guess you could call fake momentum. Uh, but then what do you call not even having brought in five recruits since the season ended? So I just went ahead and double checked because we're already looking up, you know, school tuition rates. We might as well look up what we're talking about. I did have to click a load more button and Miami currently has the 58th ranked recruiting class for next year. And they have three recruits, not, they didn't get three this weekend. They have three recruits committed to them. So if I were Manny Diaz, I would really not worry too much about if momentum's real or fake. I would just try to get any momentum going. And if you want Max's opinion, which I don't know why you do, but hey, a couple hundred of you guys listen to this every day. So I guess some of you do. Uh, here's my opinion. I, I think that's that's just kind of bullshit. Like, I understand what he's saying. Okay, yes, it's only June. Yes, it's not signing day. I totally get it. I really do. But momentum is momentum at any time. I'll use the analogy I used on yesterday's episode, right? Every every marriage begins with a first date. Well, I'd rather have commits in June than no commits in June, right? Now, does that mean that I'm going to go ahead and take out a permanent marker and I'm going to ink in that Florida State's going to end with the number three nationally ranked recruiting class for 2022 and that, you know, Woody and Sam McCall and Travion Williams and Quayshon Sapp and Alu Ba and all those, all these guys are going to definitely be on campus this time next year. Absolutely not. That would be foolish. But just because you have to acknowledge the reality that yes, they have not signed a national letter of intent doesn't mean you can't also acknowledge the validity of momentum in June because momentum in June 
is still momentum. And we need some momentum right now, folks. We're coming off a three-win season. I don't know if y'all like watched last year or if you did what I did and just mentally blocked most of it out. Uh, maybe not the healthiest thing in the world, but hey, tell you what, I mean, it helped. So anyway, if you no matter what you did with last season, I'm, I'm here to remind you, we are coming off a three-win season. And again, in June, I know it's June. I don't give a shit. I'm going to be excited because we have the third ranked recruiting class in the nation. Let it sink in. I hope Drake doesn't edit this pause too much because I'm going to give y'all one more. Out of all 129 FBS schools in the United States of America that will all be recruiting a recruiting class for the 2022 high school graduating class, we have the number three ranked class. Oh God, that feels good to say. It really does. I mean, it just, it just does. Like, again, I know it's June, but we haven't been able, you know, like when you're having a really shitty day, sometimes like a piece of bubble gum can make you feel better. It doesn't take a lot. We're having a shitty five years. It's been a tough, my daughter, this is going to hurt. So I hope if you're driving, don't make a lane change in the next like 12 seconds. If you're standing, you might want to sit. My four-year-old daughter has only seen Florida State go to one bowl game. She is the first class of four-year-olds to see, to, to be four and have only seen one Florida State bowl appearance since the four-year-olds born in 1977. If that year doesn't ring a bell, that is the year that Star Wars A New Hope came out. So <laughs> it's been a rough, rough, rough stretch here, folks. And we now have the number three recruiting class in the country. I'll take it. I'm stoked about it. And in the words of the great poet, Kendrick Lamar, don't kill my vibe. Anyway, we're moving on, folks. We've been here long enough. Oh, gosh. Sorry, folks. I know I kind of tailed off there a little bit, but A, I'm known to do that. B, it's now like nine o'clock and I'm getting a little hungry and it's perfect timing because, well, I'm probably going to go grab a built Bar. You know, it sucks when you're like at that moment where it's too late to eat dinner because I, or dinner, it's too late to eat a second dinner because it's like nine o'clock. I don't want to stuff my face, but I am kind of hungry and I don't want to go grab the ice cream. So fortunately, I have been introduced and I am now prophesizing to all of you about the, the greatness that is Built Bar. So grab yourself a Built Bar, folks. They got a ton of flavors, 17 grams of protein. You know the drill, five grams of sugar, five grams of carbs. They'll keep you lean. They'll keep you in shape. And that's what you want during the summer. So don't grab a candy bar, grab a Built Bar. Do it now. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. Get yourself the variety pack if you don't know what you like. But if you trust me, which I hope most of you do, but in a very real sense, I hope most of you don't, get the peanut butter brownie. It's my favorite. It's it never steered me wrong, and I'd highly recommend it. So BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15. Get Built Bars now. Thank me later. So before we get out of here, folks, and I will let you get on with your Tuesday, which again, one day closer to America's birthday. Let's go. You know, I like doing these solo rides. Like I, I feel the energy of all of y'all out there. Um, 
but it's just tough without one of my co-pilots. You know, it's like, I'm used to just, I'm used to having that energy to feed off of. I'm used to watching Drake's face, you know, like he gets this look in his eye when a max rant starts. They're like, Oh boy, here we go. Kind of like a dad watching his son drive with a learner's permit, you know, and they're, he's like, okay, we're, we're in the neighborhood. We're good. Okay. We're, we're getting onto the busy street. Maybe we stay off the interstate. Come on, come on, get left. Just not the interstate. You know, it's, it's that look. And then, you know, I've got Dave who's over there. He's like my little brother in the back, even though I, I don't mean your younger Dave, he's older. He's like, hit the gas pedal harder, hit the gas pedal harder. See what happens. So it's a lot of fun. I miss, uh, I miss it when they're not here, but I appreciate y'all hanging out with me for a little, uh, a little late night solo action. Cause uh, who doesn't, who doesn't love a little late night solo action? Yeah. He's going to cut that one out. That's okay. But I want to talk about what's near and dear to my heart before we go, before, before y'all, before y'all pull into your office, before you cut me off, before you do whatever it is you have planned today. And that is golf. I just looked at betonline.ag, as y'all know, a proud, proud sponsor of the show. You guys can make an account, use the promo code locked on. They'll hook you up with a welcome bonus. But I went and I looked at the golf futures because what else do I have to do with my time? Other than, you know, day job, school, podcasts, raising a child, all those things. Uh, yeah, it's, it gets busy, but it's never too busy for golf. And I decided, hey, let's see what odds are. Let's see what odds are kicking around. So I decided to look at the open. If you don't know, now you know. The open, the British open, that is, it it comes up in two weeks. You know, it's interesting with golf because it's like the same concept right like they're always playing golf and they're they're playing on different courses i get that but it's interesting how the major is when you really see the best in the world really leave it all out there you know and i don't know if that's more i know for brooks it's more practice during the week i don't know if that's just they have that that fifth gear they kick into when it really really matters but the us open was just an incredible spectacle of golf. I said before that if John Rahm won it, I would I would be happy for him, and I meant it. It was awesome to see him win. I also want to give a shout out to Phil Mickelson. I mean, what a guy! You know, if you didn't see the video, Phil hung out while Rahm was on the range, waiting to see if he had to go into a playoff, which he didn't end up having to do. Brought a chair down. You know, Rom's wife was there with with their baby, and Phil like goes and runs off somewhere, gets her a chair so she can sit there and watch her husband. And it was a great moment. But now it's time to put that behind us and throw childish things aside and get ready for the British Open. They didn't play it in 2020, and they're going to play it this year. And we have some way too early odds for it. Our top odds, guys. We got John Rom at plus a thousand. We've got Rory McIlroy at plus twelve hundred. We've got Brooks Kepka at plus 1,400, and we've got Bryson DeChambeau at plus 2,000. Folks, I don't want to wear out my welcome with bashing Bryson DeChambeau, so I won't do that right now. But I do want to say that this is going to be an interesting tournament. The British Open is one of those where, kind of what I just said for the U.S. Open, where we were watching and it was like the top five in the world were all in the top five on the last day. You don't always see that in the British open. They play a different kind of golf over there. You know, I know the, what do they call it? The East Atlantic current kind of keeps the climates, not that different between down here and up there, despite them being, you know, there being massive uh, latitudinal differences between the United States and where, where the United Kingdom is are located, but it, it is a different kind of golf. It's a lot of link style golf. It's it's 
really rough, 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 rough. It's difficult, rough. You'll see, you know, the challenge typically will be the natural elements, the rough is challenging, and you got to hit a lot of fairways. So I wanted to share this because again, I y'all don't want to hear me just talk about how much I hate Bryson DeChambeau. You know I hate Bryson DeChambeau. It's a, Bryson DeChambeau at this point, honestly, probably if I walked by him, would just sense it. Everyone knows it. My mom knows it. My dad knows it. Holly's sure. Stacy's sure. Everyone's sure. So I decided to let a computer hate Bryson DeChambeau for me, and it made it a lot of fun. Let me share with you guys what I found. So I found some computer modeling, and Bryson DeChambeau in this model doesn't even crack the top 10. That's right. In the sports line model, he does not crack the top 10 when the event is simulated 10,000 times. And here's why. Dude doesn't hit fairways. He is like a conscientious objector in a wartime fist fight. That's how he is with fairways. Just won't hit him. Just he's hitting like 20% of his fairways. He can hit the ball a country mile, but uh, yeah, it's, it's not a far, it's not a long drive contest. Sorry. There's a reason Kyle Berkshire isn't on tour and Bryson, you're going to have to bring something else to this major if you want it. So the computers do not like him. However, uh, they do like some of the favorites. In fact, the favorite in this model that I found is the same guy that just came off a huge weekend in John Rahm. I like John Rahm. Uh, I definitely like Brooks Kepka in this, but he got a T6 in 2017. He got a T10 in 2015, but it really just performance-wise has been one of his worst majors. But he's got, you know, two US Open titles. He's got two PGA championship titles. He's got a T2 at the Masters. He's got a T7 at the Masters. This year he was hurt, so that doesn't really count. You know, he's got another second place finish at the at the US Open. He finished, as we saw, T4 last weekend at the Open, uh, but his, at the US Open. But his best finish at the British Open is, uh, is, is a T4. That was back in 2019. Wow. The point of this segment, is for me to give you who I think your best value is going to be on this because I love golf and I want to help y'all, even though I'm retired from sports wagering, uh, maybe make a little money. So if it were me, but you can find a lot of value in golf. You know, everyone is obviously way different than football. You don't have people at like a one-to-one situation. Like the best guy right now, the the or the, I guess the highest ranked, I don't, I don't know how to phrase this, the lowest odds are John Rahm that's 10 to one. So I wouldn't bet on that. I don't think there's a lot of value there. A lot can happen on major day, especially for a guy coming off of a major. So I would go with someone that's, you know, used to playing a more European style of golf, maybe has, has had some success in the past and maybe recently has, you know, had a, had a bit of a hot streak while also being someone that maybe isn't in the forefront of people's minds, because that is where you're going to find your value. So if it were me, which, you know, again, it's, uh, it's not, but if it were me, I would scroll a little, I would scroll a little down the list. I would find a major winner who has some odds that are going to win you a lot of money. And that folks, my pick Max's uh, Max's value bet for the open championship over in the United Kingdom is going to be Jason day. Jason's coming off of a nine under T 10, I think was it 10? Yep. T 10 finish at the travelers. Look, the thing with Jason day is people forget he's a major winner right? He won the PGA championship back in 2015. If you look at his history 
in majors, it's insane. He's gotten second at the Masters, third at the Masters, 10th at the Masters, fifth at the Masters. You know, he's gotten second at the U.S. Open, second again at the U.S. Open, fourth at the U.S. Open. He's gotten eighth at the PGA. He's won the PGA. He's gotten second at the PGA. Now, the issue is, when did all that happen? And it was quite some time ago. He's really fallen off. I'm not not gonna lie and say he hasn't, but I, you know, it's because of injuries. Dealing with a back issue. I think he might've had a leg issue, but it's been primarily back. So this kind of golf, can be suited to a guy like that, right? It's why we almost saw a guy in his 50s win the Open Championship one year. Because if he can hit fairways, hit greens, and putt consistently, keep himself in it for the first two days, comfortably make the cut, have a good round on moving day on Saturday, and then keep, and then, you know, just really come in, finish strong on Sunday, you could see a Jason Day championship. Now, if you ask me, Max, is Jason Day the most likely to win this tournament? Absolutely not. No. No, 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 no. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is a bet on Jason Day right now, if you bet $100, him winning would pay out $6,600. So that is why Jason Day is Max's value pick of the British Open. So thanks for hanging out with me, folks. I really appreciate it. It was fun hanging out with you. I can't see any of y'all. All I can see is my computer screens, but I hope I stayed on track. Hope you enjoyed it. And just again, I don't know if I've said this for a while, not just, you know, superficially, thanks for listening. I, I made it from the bottom of my heart. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for, you know, I don't know, for making our off season better. I mean, you know, maybe y'all enjoy listening to the things we talk about, but having people listen is what lets us talk about it. And for me, that's the coolest thing I get to do as a sports fan. It really is. I love doing this and it's really awesome that we're going into July and we're still doing it and we're about to start preseason camp. We're going to have a great season. And it's really awesome that Florida State's built some momentum on the recruiting trail so much so that we're catching shade from Manny Diaz and the Miami Twitter faithful. And that, you know, FSU golf's doing really well. All the things I like to see. And uh, yeah, so that's going to do it for me, folks. I'm your host, Max. You can find me on Twitter at Max underscore Moody 17. Made it in 2017. I was super creative back then. And until next time, have a great Tuesday. This was Locked on Center.